0: Hey, what is up guys? It's Drew here coming to you again on this beautiful Thursday. Um, Listen, I wanted to record a video today. I haven't done a video for just a couple of days, Um, getting back into it. I wanted to come back to you with a message to share that is pretty important. So I'm going to leave this video up on replay um, so more people can see it hopefully. What I want to talk today about is toxic shame and some of you guys might be familiar with this concept. Um, If you haven't heard of it yet, I would highly recommend you read the book uh, Healing the Shame That Binds You by Nathaniel Bradshaw. It's a little bit of an older book, but it's a really good book. Um, I'll put the link in the video description for you guys to follow up with. But Bradshaw has been around for a really long time and he's done a huge body of work. He had a show on PBS at one point for years um, on family dynamics. And the, The essential crux of the book is A lot of us uh, who are going through challenges in life, whether that be feelings of isolation, loneliness, depression, anxiety, difficulty with relationships, uh, addictions, a lot of us had an experience or experiences in childhood that bound our sense of will and autonomy and purpose to shame. We were shamed in one way or another. Our will was thwarted, our boundaries were transgressed, we experienced so much exposure in such a short period of time that we were overwhelmed. Our, our very small and underdeveloped egos were overwhelmed by too much exposure, which became shame, which then became toxic, uh, because uh, we were exposed to stimulus or experiences that were not appropriate for us developmentally. So uh, a lot of us, and I'm, I'm admitting you know, to you all, myself included, struggle with issues uh, such as anxiety, depression, loneliness, isolation, addictions because of this toxic shame because we have been bound up, a lot of our will and identity has been bound up in this shame that comes from, from deep, deep childhood. Now there are two ways that people generally react to these feelings of toxic shame as a child. There's two ways that kids, really young kids, like in my case I was very young when some of these experiences happened there are two ways that we can react and respond. One is to become more than human and the other is to become less than human. So less than human is when people tend to numb out, disconnect, hide, disappear. Um, That's also the spiral of addictive uh, decisions and addictive personalities and withdrawing into your lesser self and retreating from the world. Being more than human is to be the superachiever, the overachiever uh, nothing's ever good enough, always got to do better, always got to hit some new mark or new target, um, never good enough, I think I mentioned that, perfectionism, more than human, right? I'm not human. And this resonated with me so deeply. I've heard myself say in my life so many times, oh, I, it's, I'm, I'm not human or it's okay not to be human. You know, people ask me, people sometimes ask me, Um, Hey, Drew, how do you do it all? How do you accomplish it all? How come you've, you've got to where you've gotten? Or they'll say, you know, when I make a mistake or I can't handle something, they'll say, hey, it's okay, you're only human after all. And I've always said to them, or in my mind, the answer has come back very clear, well, no, I'm more than human. It's not true, I'm not human, I'm more than human. And that is textbook, a perfectionistic, overachieving, more than human response to toxic shame. So if that resonates with you as being the overachiever, the perfectionist, the superachiever, I highly recommend that you read the book. The funny thing is I've also gone down the other route of going to extreme underachievement and uh, with retreating from the world and letting myself spiral into withdrawn behaviors, uh, hiding out, shrinking back, Disconnecting and isolating, that's a big one that a lot of guys do, a lot of men choose to disconnect and isolate when there are problems. Not asking for help, rejecting offers of help, uh, pulling back, pushing people away, all these things are related to uh, this less than human sort of mentality that, that we can get into when we're dealing with this shame issue. So look, I highly recommend the book, I recommend really the crux of the matter is, um The root cause of a lot of our addictions are toxic shame and self judgment and addictions and compulsions become a way to manage those feelings of shame and feelings of not being good enough. The idea is toxic shame splits us against ourselves so we completely reject our core personality and who we really are. We become unacceptable to ourselves. Therefore, losing contact with our core self and who we really are deep down, you know, our original self. If you can think of the time when you were a kid and you had not a care in the world and you were completely spontaneous and free and happy and you just did whatever you wanted and it was amazing, that's probably close to your core original self before that thing happened, right? But then that thing happened and you had to completely identify with your abuser or with The overexposure uh, that triggered your original shame, and you had to split yourself off off from your original self and deny it and denigrate it and create this persona, this sort of fake self that you then put out into the world that is not your original real self. So, that original split is why so many of us struggle with depression or anxiety or addictions. The addictions are a cover a way for us to try to to get our needs met and distract us from that original pain. But what's really more effective is to go back and experience that original pain, to do the grief work, to do the the grieving, to experience the sorrow, the hurt, the loneliness, whatever it was that happened originally uh, that caused us to split away from our original completely innocent and free self. We need to go back there and reconnect with that original true self and realize that nothing we did was wrong. You know, we, we have to uh, give ourselves complete and total unconditional acceptance and complete and total unconditional love and uh, forgiveness for anything that we perceive we did that was wrong uh, so that we can reestablish a relationship with uh, who, we, who we truly are and the, the person at the, at the very uh, core of our being. So that's the message I wanted to carry to you today. I highly recommend the book, uh, Healing the Shame that Binds You. John Bradshaw, I believe, John Bradshaw or Nathaniel? Anyway, Bradshaw wrote the book, Healing the Shame that Binds You. Check it out. Read it. Absolutely, incredibly powerful, transformational in my own life. And I wanted to bring it out to you guys. It completely recasts and recategorizes how I've come to think about addiction or addictive behaviors uh, compulsion seeking for some certain outcome you know I help guys with their dating lives and the truth is like a lot of guys are out there looking for uh, help with dating and women because they are feeling completely deficient and ashamed hello Matt hello uh, they're feeling completely deficient and ashamed and unacceptable to themselves they've rejected themselves so they're looking for a woman thinking that if she will accept them then everything will be okay but everything won't be okay because they've still not fixed that toxic shame that's causing them to reject their own selves their true selves so no amount of women will fill the hole no volume or uh, scale or breadth of women will fill the hole Um, no level of beauty of woman will fill the hole if you get a hot enough partner that will not fix your self-love issues you have to find that and develop that self-love for yourself first, and the ironic thing is, only then can you truly be attractive to other people. The other people that really you need to meet, they need to be attracted to the real you, not the facade, not the fake persona that you put up. So, look for some of you guys. This might mean you need to take a minute away from dating. You might need to um, stop dating for a minute and really reconnect with yourself and. I'm okay with that message, you know, I'm a dating coach but I, uh, I really want guys to have deep and meaningful, long-lasting, durable connections and that's only possible if you get back to the place where you completely love and accept yourself and you're really connected to who you actually are and you're not faking and you're not playing and you're not being dishonest with yourself and you're not split off from yourself. So I want you guys to all take a minute and think about your life. Where are you engaged in avoidant behaviors? Where are you numbing out, escaping, hiding out, running away? Where are you ashamed of yourself? Where are you self-judgmental and self-punishing? Where are you rejecting of yourself? You know, No one is going to accept you if you don't accept yourself completely and fully first. And you will know when you get there because it's a feeling unlike any other. So, uh, you know, maybe don't be in such a hurry to, to go try to rush off and meet someone this weekend and cover over the pain. Don't be in such a hurry to reach for the junk food or reach for the alcohol or reach for the bong or the pills or whatever else it is that you use to distract yourself and to escape the pain. Maybe you need to just take a minute and really experience and feel what it is that you're really going through and listen to that very, very covered up inner child that you've abandoned, that you've stepped away from that you haven't you know, connected with in, in years. Maybe this is your time to really settle down and just take a minute and figure out who you really are underneath it all. What's up, Anna Marie? I'm just wrapping up the stream here, but I highly recommend you watch the replay. I hope this message finds you all really well. Uh, I hope you guys do great things this weekend, and I definitely hope you get the book, um, Brad Shaw. Uh, healing the shame that binds you. I will be back to you guys soon with more traditional dating content, but I had to share this message because it's been so powerful and impactful in my own life, and I hope now it'll be impactful and powerful in your life. Cheers. Have a great weekend. Love yourselves. Be good to yourselves. Be good to those around you, and I'll talk to you soon.